Uh, the only way you get more comfort when you sleep is to get a ghost bed from ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. 40% off the bundle package. Also, if you just want uh, 30% off everything in the entire store, just type in the promo code drinking bros at checkout. Uh, you can put sheets in there. The, the pillows, the cooling pillows are amazing, especially because it's a million degrees here in Texas. So is the cooling mattress, which you can also put in the cart and get 30% off if you just want just the mattress or just the adjustable base. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. And we're live. Are we live? Yeah. Okay, good. Welcome okay. to Drinking Bros. No, this is, this is France Press. France Drinking Press. Bros, Drinking France Bros, Press. This is, France Press, Yeah, dude. this is the old school. This is sure for is. some of you that have never experienced the garage days. That's what France Press is about. Sure is. We were just about talking about garage fucking days, Lance man. Liggett. You know, you know, we were. I have yeah. a question about the title, guys. Go ahead. Yeah. Is it French, as in like ranch, but with an F? No, no. no. no this is a French press. Do you there, speak English? It's the country of Georgia. Uh, you you oh, you don't understand. It was episode three. Sure was. Uh, the first, yeah. After we moved away from my kitchen table, first we did two back to back episodes. The first night as a test. Yeah. Uh, it was two days before Thanksgiving. Yep. In the year of 2015. Why? Because I told Ross. That when we launched this movie and people Googled us, we should have a fucking podcast. Yeah, and so we shot it. We did the whole thing. And we didn't shoot video. It was just audio. That's, that's Remember? right. Remember? We didn't think it would work. I have video on my side. You know that, right? Yeah, because you were just on, you I, were single on camera. We had three right, on Right, so I had to go to a, a recording studio to do it in Wilmington. Mm. And This is before then. When? You're on your laptop for episode one. In your house. I don't know on that I your was. Because yeah. I don't think I trusted it. I don't think I trusted it. I think I was at this guy's studio, and I believe I have a picture of it. Um, and it was all red, and we did the whole thing and whatever. That came like almost four or five months later. Uh, like that first one. I don't Jared, think so. Jared, well, af- after yeah. the accident, some, some things get rearranged. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> There's no you didn't accident, meet, You didn't friends. meet those boys until you started looking for a studio because of we, had, we faced so many connection issues. Maybe. Because remember in the beginning shows, we would drop, and we would have to start right. back over. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's when you were like, I'm going to go find a fucking studio. Yeah, like, and then true. you met the guys that were like ran that big YouTube channel and they made those funny fucking oh, yeah, yeah, music yeah, yeah. things. You're yep. like, dude, this place is perfect. They knew everything they needed to know. It to- was great. Um, I also remember in the render process, it was like four hours. Oh, yeah. Three or four hours. And so I had to sit there in the studio just to do one episode. And that was a pain in the ass. And I was like, holy shit. Uh, you guys were getting rocked in the garage in El Paso. And then... Uh, garage didn't come until probably episode 30. Okay. So remember like... We had we had that set up in my little editing room yeah. with the with the little hand mic fucking things. That's right. Because that was like the first time we had Evan on mm-hmm. was when we were, and that was when I came out with the Giorgio. That's that's what it was. That was I French came press. I came into the room with a French press full of vodka soda, and he's he, it's jiggling around. You got in the blackout mic, drunk, yeah, and he's like, what? Is that like what are you doing over there? Because he can't see us for sound. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, you're the only one that has a problem with these microphones. You've got to put stickers on them. You move it so much because you're into it that it's like it just rests there. It's pretty. There you go. 
Pretty easy, right? There. I hate it. No, I you don't have it. to move it around. You don't have to do one single thing. <laughs> we can get thing. just a guy to hold it. Uh, just one, just a dude just that sits one over here holds the that mic. just holds a microphone so, in front of him. So yeah, I I jiggle this fucking French press up into the microphone, and I'm like, he's like, what is that? I go, it's a French press. Yeah. And the, the only problem was everywhere we went, people wanted you to drink a France press in front of him. And I was like, yeah. hey, if he does, he's going to get blackout drunk. Yes. Just know that. And we can't control whatever's going to happen. There are at least, Giorgio, there's at least probably 10 shows out there that I did laying on the floor. Yep. Like, I mean, directly. I have a microphone in my hand. I'm laying on the floor. Yeah. Blackout drunk. Blackout. So what you're saying Blackout is drunk. Barnes Courtney copied you when he did that on Drinking Bros. Oof. Yeah. And yeah. laid on the floor high on acid. Man, and that was a crazy show. I love, we love Barnes Courtney yeah, on Barnes here. Barnes is great. He's got a new, uh, I think he's got a new album out. I just saw a video for him the other I'm day. just glad to know that he copied Jared though. Like all yeah, of this comes back to Jared. Definitely did. Yeah. Because he called me afterwards and he goes, hey dude, is it, should we publish that episode? And I go, yeah, yeah, we're fine. Jared used to do it all the time. And he goes, oh, all right, well, fuck it. Um, and he was great. So. I mean, I was laying on the floor for the fucking hundredth episode too at one point. Oh yeah. I got so fucking rocked. But those guys fucked for a long time. Yeah, they did. Oh, I thought you oh meant you got on the floor like you got into it with them. No. Well. I was just laying on the floor. I, there was a possibility, I think, later oh, on in the evening. Yeah, yeah, if we wanted to. Yeah. We could for, well, for you. I'm married, obviously. My no, wife was there. But. I mean, Were you but, at the time? Yeah, he, he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you don't know, right? We've been doing this show for seven years. Because at this point, this is, by the way, this week is the anniversary of seven years. Yes. So we've I mean, been doing we're this November for seven since years. Since 2015. Right before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. This is it. And uh, this is w- when the episode is. So, yeah, dude, seven years of this. Mm-hmm. And the wild thing is, is I, I love doing podcasts. I hate the rest of the business stuff. And, yeah. like, I think we were talking about that with somebody else. And I was like, man... Yes, I just want to get drunk all day and then have somebody drive me home, but you can't yeah. do that. Nobody yeah. nobody wants to go to class in college. I know. No. Right? No. <laughs> no. no. You just want to party, yeah. and that's kind of it, right? Yeah. yeah, I didn't come here to play school. No, you sure didn't. Those, those episodes, though, holy shit. There's, have you ever even dared to go back there at all? Probably. There's so many. Of course. Well, Jared, I watched the entire back catalog. <laughs> no, I, I, you I went back not. and I studied every episode. No, no, I had no. to learn who these people were. How no, to, you how didn't. To capture because their you would you would you would know. It was it was it was a fucking wild wasteland back oh, then. Oh yeah, yeah. Well it's still look, it still is now. It just depends on what it is and why, right? Because you're talking about different things that are important or not important or whatever the fuck it is. Uh the cool but thing the is the thing is though, is is this is how things have changed. Like now it's like, you know, we do get caught up in in uh, current event things. It's like, oh, God, you see what Elon did? You see what this happened? You see what this but happened? But I think you have but to. Back then, but that was the thing. Right. Back then, that wasn't what the show was like. That wasn't what we were about at all. Well, like, you remember? Like, we would coming up with like. 100%. You know. But you know why, right? Just because podcasts were new well they were new one two it was 2015 <laughs> trump or any of that stuff wasn't running no nobody gave a fuck no and comedy was still kind of comedy then so you could do whatever you wanted to and i had this i forget who i did somebody else's show and uh, and they were asking me how has the show changed over the years for better or for worse right and i said look i don't think you could have because when COVID happened we went five days a week because there were so many first responders and military that were working every day that didn't have anything, and they asked. And you got numbers fucking shot up. 100%. Yeah. And so then you become everybody's daily driver, morning and afternoon. Well, to stay current, you've got to stock, t- talk about current events. I think if you did a show 
where you're just talking about dudes fucking other dudes five days a week, people would get you're sick of you. You're not going to do that five days a week. Can't. No. But, but I mean, back then, dude, we were once a week once for a, a week. while. So for once a like, week, sure, who cares? And I mean, I remember, I remember uh, loading the first, first two episodes, 500 listens on each. Mm-hmm. We were like, holy shit. Yeah. 500 fucking people listen to our fucking podcast. And then, like, by the end of the month, we were at 1,100 average. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, I'm actually, uh, Georgie, I'm going to send you a couple pictures here to put on screen. Since we're, we're at the seven-year anniversary here, I'll text them to Bob. Um, but uh, I, for advertisers, had to screenshot all of this stuff. So I have all of the numbers. Oh, yeah, back in the day, dude, I have all for those. For every like, single year. Like when we first, when we first got to number two, we got to number two overall once. We were, we were so we under, were, it was Joe Rogan, and us, then us, and then guys we fucked. Right, for, for like two years. Yeah. I mean, it was, a, it was a long two years. It was like, oh, shit. Um, and I, do you remember those first charts look like? Oh, yeah. I've got them. The pictures were awful. I mean, you remember what our first, lo- like, our first icon was. I know, I've got so much fucked up shit on my phone. I wish it was just readily available here. Um, but, uh, yeah, the first icon was. It was the forehead, or three, yeah, foreheads. Yeah. And the mug. Uh, the old mug, the the group mug, and then uh, probably about three months later is when I had Jay redesign the current logo that is the microphone mug. How'd you meet Jay? Jay Acosta. Yeah, Jay, I'm a big fan of Jay's work. What? I'm a big fan of Jay's work. Oh, dude, I have been working with Jay since 2013. But he's in another country. Yeah, he's in the Philippines. Right. So how did you so meet this man? I uh, went on 99designs, the website. I've heard of 99 Bananas. 99designs uh, is like you put up a, hey, I'll pay $300 for a, a piece of a graphic art. Here's what I want. And it was for um, the Guns Prevent Dolphin Rape shirt off of uh, Article 15 clothing. Oh, yeah. It's a great shirt. And he came back with that illustration. I, I presented him the winning, um, the, the thing, because that's how the website works, is the best designer you know, gets, a, gets the payment, and then you get the art. I emailed him immediately or sent him a message through the system that was like, hey, could I just have your email? Because I think I'll just go direct from you for art. And we have been using Jay for Article 15 art since 2013. We will never say his last name because we don't want oh, him no. to get stolen. We, we said no. it earlier in this episode. <laughs> yeah. No, not his last name. No. No, we, we never said his last name. Uh, no. Bob, I just texted you two photos. We'll put those on the screen now since it's the seven-year anniversary. Um, the first one was uh, the, the original charts on Apple, what they used to look like. Uh, and it was, let's see what I got over here. It was Joe Rogan and then us for like two years. And, and then guys, we fucked and guys, then we fucked came Giorgio, you were yeah. here when we actually had guys, we fucked on the show. Did she say that I used to talk to her all the time? She did not. Really? Yeah. She didn't ask about you at all. That's no. pretty fucked honest. up, man. I mean, she I don't wasn't know that friendly, no, but she like never back was. in the day, like, back in the day, I think she wanted to fuck you. I think like that I was would the talk thing. to her a lot, like, like, because it was like, again, like the podcast world was so small. Like I was consistently like, oh, dude, I just saw you guys fucking got a number one. Oh, congratulations. Like, right. Uh, Bob, do you got him? Okay. Uh, loading into the computer. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so when we had her on, I was like, oh, hey, remember back in the day? And it was always, and I, and I will say this, like all of our shows have held up. They've been consistent in everything else. They did a deal with uh, Luminary. 
Um, so they're exclusive behind them. But uh, so here's the original. No, nope, so- that's that's even uh, that's even phase two. Okay. I've got to find I got to find you. Phase well, one. pop pop that up. So like we were number two behind Rogan for like two years. Um, and that's when, like, we didn't know what... Uh, oh, see that, guys? We fucked right there. Yeah. Yep, and there it is, number what four. What the fuck? Uh, the Nerdist? Yep. Like, uh, Mark Marin, all those guys. And, like, we didn't know... There was no... We didn't know what reviews were, any of that stuff. And uh, I know the audience is sick of me saying it at the end of every show. But that ended up becoming a thing later on. That was 2015. And then, Bob, pop up the next photo there, because I just screenshot all the numbers um, for advertisers. So... This was we were with Libsyn. Libsyn yeah, was well, our this first was our, account. No, second, we had we had somebody before Libsyn because you migrated us to Libsyn in two thousand. Uh, that's right, because uh, Mark Marin's people told us yeah, we were. Yep, and that was pop that up one more time, Bob, because I think that's when we crossed one million listeners in a month, maybe or at the time. Uh, what does it say there? It's it's that's too far all, away. Uh, all time. Okay, you had crossed nine million all time at this point in time. Damn. Um, and do we cross what one million a month or something like that? Uh, at that these point? were at uh, seventy uh, eight hundred. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So right now, yeah. Seven, so uh, June was seven hundred eighty thousand. July was uh, eight hundred seventy-one thousand. And then going up, we crossed a million listeners a month. Uh, two months later, after this, um, because I think that was like episode one hundred. And we had two people fucking live on air and everything else. Yep. Um, but since then, all the ratings have changed now because of privacy and phones where they can't track your phone for more than 45 days. So it's kind of based on like unique listeners and everything else. And it was like, well, that kind of fucks all of us. And that was the point for advertisers and all that shit. I'm trying to find. I think I have I think I have a few good ones in here. I'm looking for them from right back now. in the day. Well, I want to find the original the original logo. Oh, the original you logo know, yeah. was uh, kind of sketched out. It was very light. Um, it wasn't like that. But this is the first one I remember when we were number two. And uh, that I like that logo. Yeah, that was a fun logo for a long time. Because you can't really switch. And that's another thing about podcasting. But we have. Like, we have. But uh, Mark Marin has never switched. Uh, who else? Bill Burr. Go look at Bill Burr's logo for his show. It's still him when he was doing stand-up when he was like 28 years old. And you're like, you don't even have any <laughs> hair now. And it's still the same logo. Because you're worried about switching and if people will get used to it or, or not like it or whatever it is. But uh, yeah, if you go look at Bill Burr. What is it? The Monday morning What's his show? Monday morning podcast. Yeah. And he also um, have a Thursday Monday morning podcast Right. As well. So pop up that picture. Look at Bill Burr. Oh, yeah. yeah. When he had hair. <laughs> Full head it's of hair back changed. then. And he still got the same logo because you're worried about, oh, man, will people know or whatever. And uh, yeah, <laughs> we've changed logos a few times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like got the animations done, started. God, this is fucking taking forever to load. But. Well, you and yeah. I have so many fucking photos. That's what I'm on saying our phone. both of you are just so popular. It's really hard to find anything. It's not uh, that. It's so not, for production, yeah, mine stops in 2018. Well, no, we'll let the audience in on this because we have had a few drinks. Obviously, uh, when you take these photos, even with guests, you'll take like ten, pick your favorite, and then it's like, all right, great. I'm not going to go back and delete the other nine. Um, I think on my phone, I've got close to fifteen, twenty thousand photos. I'm sure you're the same. I oh, yeah. buy this stupid 20, goddamn thing. Twenty-eight thousand for the terabyte. Are, you gotta get those numbers up, boy. Those are rookie numbers. I know. God, man, I my can't. Lightroom has over a hundred and twenty thousand photos in it. Does it really? <laughs> are you a photographer? He is a photographer. Not anymore. Yeah, no, you are. You just did somebody's concert. What? I did it. Two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, three weeks ago? yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know, uh, the man belongs here. The man belongs on French press. Yeah, on yeah. French press. Goddamn right. Yeah. I, okay. So also, 
Is it dumb of me to thinking that you had some crazy acronym playing on French press that had something to do with ranch and or anal sex? No, no, no that's not dumb of you. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's one of those things. It's one of those things. It's, it's been so historical. Like everyone in the drinking bros world understands France press. Oh yeah, they do. France, yeah. They do now. Well, yeah, uh, they've, they have for, no, over, they have uh, for five, for seven years. Seven years. I'm trying like, to rehype the, the new show again. I'm trying to, <laughs> <laughs> do you no, got the new logo? But that's Pull the whole up the thing. new logo. Do you have the new logo back then? Yeah. Pop it open. Are we using that? Press logo? Are we yeah. using that now? We should. We well, are. I've got an animator making our fucking intro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, like, we, we are a hundred percent going to use that. When uh, is he done with it? Uh, we should see it very, very soon. Okay. I promise. And I'm looking forward to that. God, uh, and to that point, by the way, everybody still ask about uh, lead slingers. Yeah. Like, hey, dude, are you still drinking lead slingers? Oh, yeah. Are you filling up? Yeah, I mean, yeah. dude, it's still sold everywhere. It is. Um, even in my, because uh, I, I get a place in Carolina Beach, uh, yeah. even in that tiny town. It dude, is still and every liquor store I see it in, I always ask, hey, does this move? They're like, actually, yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. So. Nobody's ever bitched, and a lot of people still say range 15 on that. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Speaking of which, you know who was in here the other day? Who? Nick Palmashano. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Uh, Nick was here. He popped by, and, uh, and he goes, did you know the question I get the most? And I was like, it's got to be Rescue 16. Yeah. Uh, he said Evan called him about it the other day. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think people are there. I think, uh, I, th- I think we should super troopers it. Like, like, like you know, we've got. We're coming up on the tenure, and if we were to fucking have it yes. out on yes. the tenure, yeah, like not not necessarily twenty six, but maybe maybe twenty five. Twenty five would be good. It the would only be thing, cool. The only thing that I told him that I don't know is we had Nicholas Cage locked in, yeah, um, and we had him locked in for a half a million for two weeks. I'm not. Sh- I, I think his quote is probably gone up. Did you see his last movie? It was really fucking good, and it did well in the box office. I feel office. like for half a million, we can get a Nicolas Cage impersonator and deep fake it for those scenes. No, no, you, 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 you got to get the real Dude, guy. I think we could still get him for that price. I mean, especially if we if we tightened up, tighten up the script. We really came down on like 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 if we went back into it with with us and went okay, all right. Here's how we're gonna do this. Here's where we're gonna do it. Right. And I mean, why not? Why not try and base it in Las Vegas? Well, I got to cut you off and tell you some of the people who are coming with you on this Range 16 script because that is a tier of our Patreon. And right now, 12B Vet, KTD, Cameron Berryhill, Larry Kettle, Dan Hill, Pickle Rick, Kenneth Waters, Stephen. Kabuka? Giorgio, uh, can I get another Bud Light? Please? Yes, you can. Yeah, Andrew you. Gill, Kenneth Witowski, Travis Adams, and Michael Jones shouting all of you out for signing up to that $75 Rescue Range 16 script here on Patreon. I'm just going to interrupt the show, shout you all out because you keep me employed. Oh, did you say yes. it to him? So, so what happened was uh, uh, with our shows and, and the issues with YouTube, obviously, we moved half of our videos over to Patreon. We're like, look, you want to keep the lights on and keep everything going, you got to have the Patreon on Drinking Bros Podcast. It's only five bucks a month and you're good, right? Yeah. So with that, I the higher that. tiered members that. get to read Rescue 16. Because oh, that great. script was written, yeah. I think, I, I know that I turned it in uh, December 1st, I've, 2016. I yeah. finished it. Yeah. I, I have thought about uh, uh, so they get putting to read up it. Zone 15. Like to just oh, let original? people read the first rewrite you wow. did for fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most money I'd ever spent on anything <laughs> in my life. How that has changed. And my quote is a hundred. I know yeah. that's crazy. No, dude. I, I. So the first time that he was coming out to to do this, like number one, like I hadn't I hadn't met. This was 
this was almost 2013 or 14. 14, 14. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ross was still in his 20s, right? I hadn't met sure anybody. Um, no, in 2014, no, he was about 40. Nope. No. no. <laughs> I think he was just like late 20s <laughs> yeah, at that time. about 27 years old, 28 tops. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Had never met, you know, anybody from uh, from the town, if you will. Uh, so Hollywood. I went out and I threw everything away in my fridge. And then I restocked the fridge like it was a store. So, like, there was, like, Red Bull, Fiji water, sparkling Perrier. You treated him like an Insta-thought. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah nice. but I, like, in my head, you know, at the time, I thought that's what uh, what people from Hollywood expect is you have to, like, have everything very perfect. Vaz water. And I also, like, I didn't know how this was going to go. Like, this guy says he's coming in to, to write our script, um, you know, and a year prior to that... I had held a premiere party for one of his movies, having not even known him at that point. And the only reason I knew him was because at that premiere party, I was so excited for the movie. I sat through the credits and I kept seeing his name pop up multiple times in the credits. <laughs> and I started realizing that the same dude wrote, directed, and then starred in this movie that I had been waiting six months for. So I... uh I'll rewind a little bit. For sure. It was, uh, I was watching Red Band trailers because I, I loved watching indie trailers because, I mean, back then that's that's what I was doing for fun. Is you making... could watch like 10 to 20 movie trailers kill an afternoon. Uh, yes, yeah. yeah. And uh, it was, I, I remember, if you're going back to FDR American Badass, it was God Bless America. God Bless America is the ours, one that yeah. I, is the one that I came across that had, that was about a week out from releasing. And so I waited for that, and then I saw the trailer for FDR American Badass and was just like, holy shit. So I showed Butch Rogers, uh, who was the lead anchor of our fake news team, and yep. I was like, dude, look at this movie. It comes out in six months. And when it came out, we all had a party at my house because I had the photo studio in the garage, and we just put the projector in the garage on the white backdrop. And we all watched FDR American Badass. And then when it was over, I looked at the credits and then I searched him on Facebook. I just fucking harassed the fuck out of him until yeah. he gave me his phone number. And I, and I did. <laughs> and then he said, hey, we're a group of veterans. I got this script and everything else. I'm looking through old photos. You're missing a, a chapter. I know. But here's the thing. I, I'm looking through old photos. Do you remember the video we shot of you and I hugging at the airport? And uh, uh, God, there's a million fucking photos in those goddamn I mean, things. I've got. I've got the footage of us at the table when we first really? read through Zone 15. Yeah, because remember Cody wasn't there and you made that video for Cody? That's right. Oh, no, no, no. Cody was there. You made the video for Matt because Matt was deployed. Yeah. Because Cody picked you up from the airport. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I get him to respond to me on Facebook I say I want to interview him about the movie for a big Facebook page that I had, which I did. And I interviewed him and I wrote this big fucking write up about the yep. movie on the Facebook page. And back then there was no filter. So it got like fucking 1400 shares mm -hmm. on just a written piece about FDR American Badass. And then a bunch of people were like, fuck, this movie exists. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like it was it was awesome. So that kind of bought, you know, it bought me another response from you. Yeah, because <laughs> I came through on the press. The body collector. You've always collected bodies <laughs> and put everybody together. And I've always said this: like, uh, if it weren't for you, 
I don't range 15 one would never have gotten made you wouldn't have found me uh, if it weren't for you black rifle coffee would not be a thing at all because you were the one that put Matt and Evan together um, you also put article 15 together uh, that was you as well all of this started through you I just bring everybody in you bring everybody together Who's got ideas oh that's a good idea Let's exactly do that. and then after that you're like cool man I'm bored with this <laughs> now I want to do Mark hard the gym yeah and do yeah. a Mark, Mark Wahlberg gym and yeah. I understand that yeah because you know what like f45 is missing you know a layer like you know what I mean he just doesn't have that I get it I get it he you know he built his gym <laughs> But now I built my gym off of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not off of F45. No, not at all. Because I want to be Mark Hard. Uh, and by the way, do you know why I enjoyed you guys so much after all of this? No. Um, because usually you get to know somebody this much, you do a podcast or, or your friends in real life or whatever. My real hatred from, from people comes from doing a movie with them. You spend so much time and everybody usually has their own creative input and everything else that you're just like, I fucking hate this person. All the way around. That script when we were sitting at the premiere and uh, I think the first time we watched it was in Washington, DC uh, on a big screen in front of like a huge theater that was going mm -hmm. nuts. Right. I thought out of all the things that I've done, there was only a couple, like out of the 30 movies that I've done, there was two that I think that the people went into it, writing the script with the intention of what it was supposed to be. And then what it turned out to be. And for me personally in range 15, which is why I love it so much. That was your initial idea. Um, you, that was your brainchild, everything else. And then I just helped you rewrite it essentially at that point, uh, to get it to where it needed to be. But I thought the end product reflected what you were trying to do, what everybody else was trying to do. You can always go back and nitpick things of like, Oh, Hey, I wish I had a bigger budget for this. Yeah, or, but we didn't know then nobody like, knew we didn't, know. but then. still to this day, when that movie comes on or somebody comes up to me and they said, Hey, I love this. Or can you do the, Ooh, in the, into the thing, like always. Because I love that film because it's very rare from a, 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 an idea to a script to the final product that it turns out to what it should be. Whereas I've had films that I did that I was like, ah, shit, I, that was wrong or incorrect or, or whatever, right? But I thought that one, you guys got it right just with a few budgetary things where you're like, all right, sweet, who gives a shit about that? Yeah. Um, and then even finding money in post where you got those songs and, and all that other stuff. Like yeah. it, it was great. And it's very, very rare that that happens where it's like, great. I'm proud of this movie. This was that guy's out of this guy's mind. That's what he wanted it to be. And I think we executed that. Yeah. It was exactly what the initial idea was. Right. This is a, and so previously, I don't think you know this story, but I had a movie in Sundance that had 80 million celebrities in it. And uh, it was uh, me and like Winona Ryder and uh, Joseph Fine, Juliet Lewis, um, Wilmer Valmarama, Metallica was like in it. They played Ways the, to Die or something. Yes, it? it was uh, Darwin Awards. Darwin Awards. And that, I had read the book, and the book was a bestseller, and I thought it was great. And I was like, oh man, I'm all in for this. And then I read the script, and I was like, oh man, this is gonna be awesome, and I can't wait to do this. And then I sat at the premiere at Sundance, and I was like, oh my God, this movie fucking sucks. And it was nothing like the book, what the script was, what the actors wanted it to be. And I was sitting next to Winona Ryder and Juliet Lewis at uh, Sundance, and we were watching this. And I remember Juliet Lewis because she was super loud, and she's the best. Um, yeah. Like she's fucking hilarious. And she goes, "What the fuck is this?" And hmm. I'll never forget it. And I was like, "What is this?" And after that, and that was in I think 2008. Um, I was like, "Oh, it is possible that you have a good script, you have a great cast." 
but the movie doesn't turn out. You fuck it up. Yes, and you can fuck it up in post. And so for that, I thought from start to finish, that's what that film should have been out of what you designed it to be and everything else. And yes, you can wish you had more money for stuff. Um, But uh, I thought, because we watched it, I think Jack and I did a thing on Patreon for it, um, where we watched it and gave our thoughts. And like, to this day, I love, love, love that film, where there's movies that I've done that I did not love at all, even though they were mine. And there was just things that I couldn't correct in poster or during shooting that, that got away from me or whatever. But that one was true to what it was from the beginning. When we sat down at your table, you had no furniture in your fucking house. I didn't. And, uh, and it was a blast. Like, <laughs> we did. We remember you and I fucking went through probably three bottles of sky oh, that night. Like just cause you didn't it. leave until like 3am. No, like Vincent Marcus showed up yep. <laughs> and we just kept going. Yeah. And because uh, you and I are unstoppable, like because you're you're the same as me, you won't know we're wasted until it's fucking oh yeah dark hours, and the dark hours are like four or five a.m. But everybody's gone already, so who cares at that point? Yeah. And uh, so as we were going through this, uh, I thought it could be fucking great. And then the podcast itself, I love since episode one. Like I knew what that was and how good it could be after episode one was pegging explained. Yeah. Pegging explained. And I was like, that could be great. Um, but along the way, nuke the ruse, nuke the ruse, all of it. <laughs> but along the way, if you, if you really look back at it since the, look, this is seven years we've been doing the show, seven year anniversary of the show. Yeah. If but you, you and I also too, if you looked from 2015 to 20 to middle of 2018 you and i never missed an episode we never missed an episode and by the way not once i don't think we've ever changed in real life (laughs) like in real life i don't think we've ever changed whereas everybody else had different wants and things like and not in a bad way i'm not saying it's a bad way a negative way at all but like rocco wanted to be a movie star guess what he is everything he is and so i'm we're all amped at rocco's success and that's fucking awesome evan and matt the black rifle coffee and everything else and you wanted to do it with them and everything else yes but once you did it then you were like hey dude let's get back to some shit that i want to do i want to do some stuff with travis pastrana and everything else Mm -hmm. like everything you're doing now was shit that you were amped about then and then france press and everything else i mean even like snake farm yes this comes out in the first week of december it's skateboard company that that's I'm your dream team with I'm yes. so jealous yeah. by the way like th- th- this is something where you actually see me being like holy that's cool like you're doing everything that like young me and my friends want to do with a camcorder jumping off stuff like imitating all the people that we thought were cool back then like it's just great man. but he's the guy that you hope uh, with money does the cool shit that you want him to do right where i met a, I look and they've been on the show so it's not a fucking huge mystery i have a lot of friends that are, are very successful in life but they don't do those type of things where I can genuinely say, like, like with me, I'm married to the person I want to be with, the kids and, and everything else. And then you design all this stuff and the seltzer and everything else uh, to the way you want it to be and you love life and everything. But you still have to deal with meetings and all that other shit on the back end. Management. Yes. Everything. And it sucks. Um, but with you now that you're kind of a little bit out of the weeds in that, now you can really create and do the fucking crazy shit. Where it's mariachi bands doing yeah. Post Malone. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you'll have live reindeer at your house for Christmas. Probably. Which will probably be there for that. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, we're staying here. So. But again, it's, 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 it comes down to one of those things of like, who cares about staring at a number on your fucking computer screen? Yeah. I don't. 
Well, like, but you have to get there in real life. And that's mm, what I've told yeah, like real people still, like, where they're just like, hey, but it also you? it also is a sliding scale because I talk I talked to a bunch of uh, young kids at Attack Peace Squadron recently and they were like, what advice would you give us at this time? Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, you all need to get together with like four of you. Go buy a house together. Like you're all living in stupid apartments and bullshit like that. Go buy a house with some land and then build your own bar, build your own fun. And even if it's fucking like, like, like when we were walking around my new bar, I'm like, dude, all in right here, you're still under $15,000. But when you start, when you start really spreading that out, when your lifestyle in your young twenties and stuff like that, you go out and eat dinner and you fucking stay at the bar. It's a hundred bucks each yep. night. It's five hundred dollars a week. Probably more. Like, now. Yeah, yeah. Prob- probably way more than that. Two thousand dollars a month. So you're saying that that you can invest, you know, eight nine months worth of money that you already go spend, and you don't you don't necessarily think of it like that because it's so in the moment. Mm-hmm. Now you have this at home. You're not getting in trouble. You're fucking putting everything on your own terms and you're having a lot more fun too. You're creating. Like <laughs> Yeah, you're creating shit. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. And even with you, um, you did it before all the property and land exploded and everything else. So like you just bought the biggest chunk of land with a huge But and then the the whole thing is, is it, nothing's changed though. My house was always the center point for everybody. Yeah. So we, even when we had nothing, like how many times did we hang out in that garage that had like a futon, a couch we found at a dumpster, a whiteboard, and then the drinking bro set? Like, yeah. how many nights were spent on that thing with him fucking hammered on a fucking futon? Yeah. Like, like it never, it's never changed. I just started learning, I, you know, understanding like, hey, this is how this stuff goes. So I just started modifying the way I lived to match how we actually lived. Yeah. Like. Yeah, <laughs> and it really hasn't changed. Like people, it's, he's still don't on my understand. fucking couch half the goddamn time. Can you pan back to Jack? As I think he just walked in. Jack's back Jack, there. Jack, lean in over there. Lean yeah, in. there it is. Yeah, so they know you're yeah. real. Oh my yeah. god, that's right. He still Jack has the blonde Mandeville, hair. Like yeah, yeah. So I mean, people out there that have seen Range 15, it is real life. I see Jack once a week, if not once every two weeks. He stays. We get fucking blackout, and he stays at my house. Yeah. And, uh I see Matt every week. Uh, Caleb Francis lives Caleb, with you, I think. Caleb lives, yeah, yeah. I built him his own place above the Marcard gym. I love that guy, by the way. He's a fucking amazing. He's an amazing human. Um, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of him. He's a content machine. Oh, God. Yeah. Is he? And, dude, the thing is... Every like, time a, vi- a camera is on him, I am just laughing. I enjoy what he's doing. Nothing is too serious. Everything's no, great. Like, I, I love Caleb. He's great. Uh, he's, he only pops up in, in my feed. Uh, every every couple of days, I, I, I always tell person. him. I go out of my way to tell him, like, "Hey, dude, I love your shit. Like, it really makes me fucking laugh <laughs> like, for real." And he's like, "Oh, fuck, I appreciate." He's always when the he does the little two characters when he's nicest. talking to God. Oh, dude, like God makes him have to poop. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this: Were you starstruck with like Travis and those guys because they were your heroes growing up, like well, Travis Pastrana? Yeah, at first, um, but like what, Travis was the first movie, like like real star I ever met. And it was early on. It was like 2013. Mm-hmm. So that was the first famous person I'd ever met in my life. Where was it? Famous though too, right? Yeah. Where was it? This is a fucked up story. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. No, it's good. I get. get I love giving people uh, credit for these things because you know 
everything everything is still like the way it is because of these specific people. So Nate Wessel, you had him on the show. Yep. Street Bike Tommy. Yep. Like Street Bike Tommy, a lot of people don't know, Street Bike Tommy is a, a drywall expert. Like he's a drywall. He's a, he's that's, a messiah, yeah. That's what that's what he did as a trade. Uh when not like Travis had put out this message in Maryland of um it was the Godfrey's, Greg Godfrey and Travis had put out like do the craziest shit you can think of and and show us your tapes and we'll we'll uh we we might put you in the first Nitro Circus movie. So Street Bike Tommy is like out on his Hayabusa doing all these fucking tricks and everything and he's filming it and he goes and buys this old like fucking Caprice and crashes it or his, I think it's his grandma's he crashes it into a tree like he's trying to get in the movie you keep showing him these these tapes yeah. and then somebody calls him one day is like hey Travis is out of town you should come fucking backflip the street bike into the foam pit No shit Yeah okay so that happens and it's all in film? Yes. Street yeah. Bike. Yeah, yeah, that's when he misses the yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't his... he miss the phone? Yeah, it's one, of, it's one of the most viewed videos on the internet to date. It's like a in... bad fall, too. I mean, it's a bad crash. Like, oh, dude, pull it I up. I watched it. Street Bike Tommy. Pull fucking... it up if you can. Yeah. Like, I oh, remember yeah. seeing this as well, where I was just like, oh, boy, dude, why this, this was before YouTube, but this video was going around on the internet. Oh, yeah, dude. Holy fuck, somebody missed the fucking foam pit. Yeah, how do you do that? He broke both his ankles. And that's it, was, yeah. that's it, yeah. ankles. And so Travis said, you're good, like I'm, you're so, in after this? Well, yeah, so they were like, oh my God, this guy fucking, like, and then they review, reviewed his footage, and yeah, they brought him in, and it's like, it's street bike Tommy. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then, yeah, yeah, here we'll play we go. right here. Yeah. This is thing. Welcome back. No, 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 this is Eric. This is Nitro Circus's Oh, it is. Yeah. Today we're going to take a look at probably the most legendary crash. That's Eric Roner. He was a skydiver. He got killed quite a few years ago. He did. He's one of their best friends ever. Now, Street Bike Tommy likes to think of himself as a professional. He was slender back then. He was in good shape. Yeah, he used I didn't to talk know that. A whole lot of shit. In fact, so much shit, he finally got himself an invite. By the way, his 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 street and bike is wrapped in fur. Like, is it really? Yeah. To this day, it's still debated whether Tommy was trying a front flip or a back flip. Now, Tommy will take it to his deathbed that he it's, was trying a front flip. I, I a think cheetah. it's a front flip. Well, no, that wasn't yeah. the case. No, his bike is wrapped well, in cool. cheetah. No, I understand that. But was it a front flip, flip or a back flip? Uh, what are you going to do? I'm saying it's a front flip. Back flip, baby. Ah. Jigsaw 1000, I'll fur it out. He said back Jigsaw flip. Jigsaw 1000, I'll fur it out. Damn it, watching this. I don't know if that hurt still. Tommy more or the ground. I thought he was dead, by the way, at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's Let's it. Go back that's to the video. Oh, Wait, God. hang on. Yeah. He landed on some plywood. This shoes Holy fell shit. off. How you doing, Tom? Oh. Oh. You're the man, Tom. They should just put that, no. that, that uh, plywood well, over Tommy never high. went on to do a front flip on his street bike. He did sink himself far enough into the cement. God, oh, yeah. So, I mean, superstar. Well I remember played, where sorry. I was when I saw this. Yeah. Well played. Mm. <laughs> so, Shit. So, yeah. So, so Wessel and, and Tommy, they 
both, you know, um, Wessel's master carpenter, master fucking uh, fabricator. Because he was building all the ramps, yeah, jumps, did, all did, did stuff, everything. Yeah. Pro yeah. BMXer and everything. But both him and Tommy were big gun guys. Mm. So one afternoon at Travis's house, after they did something, they were all up in the bar. And Wessel and Tommy pull up Matt's channel. And they're like, look at these guys, look at these guys. And and Wessel turns to Travis, he goes, use your fucking star power to find these guys. We need to hang out with them. All off of Matt Best's channel. Yeah. That's off funny, of dude. Videos. And so a week, two weeks go by, and Travis is showing uh, one of our videos to somebody at a rally. Okay. And at the time, Bucky Lassick was on Team Subaru with Pro Travis. skateboarder. Yes. One of the best in the biz. And then one of the guys that volunteered to help Bucky's race team was Paul. Like, you know Paul. Oh, yeah. I know Paul. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, So Paul lived in El Paso. I filmed a fucking video of Paul in his Subaru before I had even met Matt. So Paul knew me. Because oh, I used to hang out with got him it, in El Paso. Got it, got it. So Paul goes, I know them. Yeah. And Travis was like, what? He's like, I know him. He's like, give me their fucking phone number. So uh, Caitlin was pregnant with Charlotte. I'm active duty E5 in the Air Force. And I'm in bed. It's 1130 at night. They're on the West Coast, so I guess it's only 1030. A FaceTime <laughs> comes in from a fucking Maryland number. I'm like... I didn't get random phone calls then, let alone FaceTimes. Mm -hmm. So I answer it, and it's Travis Pastrana. And I'm fucking in bed, shirtless. And what year is this? 2013. Holy shit, dude. And I'm like, uh, hi? Yeah. <laughs> he goes, oh, your shirt's off. I'm like, I was in bed. He goes, oh, uh, don't worry about it. He was like, can, uh, can you get to LA tomorrow? <laughs> it's 1130 at night. No shit. I'm like, what he goes can you get to la tomorrow i'm like fuck it yeah 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 i can hey guys go to hardafseltzer.com get some eight percent seltzer shipped right to your house the peach the lemon lime the strawberry shortcake and the blue raspberry no carbs no sugars no gluten if you give a shit about that we are live in over a hundred stores in tennessee four just opened up go to hardafseltzer.com today Check your store locator or order them right to your house. Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. He goes, all right, when you land, Texas number, and uh, I'll tell you where to meet. I was like, okay. So I call my boss, who's an E7, Michael Shropshire. Very, very cool guy. Got to give him a shout out. Obviously. Yeah. I'm assuming he gave you call, the time call off Call him at 11.30 go. at night. Uh -huh. And he's like, what's, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. I go, Travis Pastrana just called me. He goes, what? Why? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, he asked me if I could be in LA tomorrow. He's like, uh, I'll sign you out on leave. Go. I just want to hear the story. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> so like, he literally is like, just go. I get... Um, you know, I like dial up on AOL cause it's 2013 sure. and I get online and go to Southwest. There's a direct flight from El Paso to LA yep. in the morning at like fucking nine or 10. Get that. I rolled to the airport, fly land. There's no such thing as Uber this year. So I get in a taxi Yeah, and I'm like, 
hey, uh, in L.A., where am I going? And I just get an address. So I get in a taxi. I show him the address. He has a TomTom, throws it in. We're off. As we pull in. Can I, ta- can I pause real quick and guess the cab fare? Yeah, was it? Sure. I'm 235. I was going to say 210. <laughs> what? Because you know it's somewhere way away the from The cab my fare ass. had to have been $210. No, 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 no. It, it was, I was literally going to Long Beach. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. All right. Uh, we yeah. were on the same wavelength. I thought I was going to Santa Clara. Okay. I was <laughs> no. like, yo, that's going to be a $200 cab ride. And I, th- I thought you were going to freak out over that. No, no. Okay. No. Okay. And so I get out of the cab and I'm standing at the loading dock of the donut garage of Hoonigan headquarters. And on the loading dock is Kit Cope, Ken Block, and Bucky Lassick. So no I shit. just get, I, I have been called at 1130 at night. Yeah. I'm told to get to LA by Travis Pastrana. I fucking fly on a whim, get signed out by leave for my boss, told to go. And I show up at the fucking donut garage and I'm standing in front of Ken fucking Kit Cope and Bucky Lessig. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And this is like after maybe like four or five videos have been out like, mm-hmm. that, that me and Matt have been doing. So I'm just like, what the fuck? Because at this point, you probably don't think anybody's watching this thing. I mean, we Who knew that like shit. the view counts were very good. We they knew are, that the but military. But do you know a celebrity's yeah, gonna call you yeah, in L.A. The and be like, "Hey, come to us." Yeah. Like, like we knew that we were popular in the military, but not this. So now, um, Ken immediately is like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" And Kit actually, Kit was like, "What's going on, man?" I'm like, oh, shit, dude, I just got this address. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no clue what's going on, and uh. And um, Paul was there, and and Paul was like, "Oh, this is JT from Article 15. This is what I was telling you guys about all the military guys doing all this cool shit." And like, so Ken walks me around, shows me around. They they, they had like the Jim Connor two car in there. They had Jim Connor three car. I think they were like they'd either just finished with the Hunicorn or had, 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 or were in the process with the Hunicorn. And I was just like, dude, wide eyed and bushy tailed, like, what the fuck? This is wild. So we all get in a fucking car now and it's me and Paul and Bucky and Kit and Ken and Kit's driving. And I'm like, dude, I'm sitting next to Bucky yeah. like, as a skateboarder that has grown up my whole life. My dad loving skateboarding and I'm fucking sitting with Bucky in the middle seat. Like, what the fuck? And he's a great fucking dude. Yeah. In real he's life. So he's so fun. The best. Like, everybody's fucking laughing and having a good time. And yeah. I'm just like, why am I here? It's everything you hoped <laughs> it would be. Probably as a kid <laughs> yeah. when you watched the videos and you were like, hey, dude, are those guys having that much fun in real life? And then you meet him and you're yeah. like, oh, shit, they are. And so we drive like like maybe 10 minutes. We get to this hotel and it's like Subaru is having the post GRC, I think, or WRC, whatever the fuck it was, Global Rallycross then. Um, they had finished. Yeah. The season was over. They're having this like rap party. And so they have the whole thing fucking reserved out. So we go to the back of the hotel. They've got catering and a fucking open bar and everything. Travis comes around the corner and just goes, holy shit. Holy shit. And he goes, weird question. Can I get a f- picture with you real quick? And I'm just like, 
what yeah with you is yeah. fucking happening and he takes this photo and he sits there and he's like standing right next to me as he's texting and it's like bump 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 and he sends it to like the group and then like yeah Wessel's like holy fuck no fucking way you found him holy fuck like <laughs> and uh and then it, it was it was right after his uh he had two very small children um, one was still like literally like three weeks old. I think. Travis. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna eat dinner with my wife. Then my wife is going upstairs with the kids, and then you and I are gonna chat." And I'm like, "Okay." So I just sat there and like got food and ate, and then he came back down like an hour later. He was like, "All right, let's go." And him and I went to the bar in that thing, that open bar, yeah. and we did not leave. He until, can fucking drink. Oh my by god! The way. And I had always, I had always joked about the Nitro guys leading up to this of dude if we could ever fucking get with them like dude they have no clue they've never fucking partied with real military dudes yeah, yeah, oh yeah. no 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 we were fucking slapping each other we were fucking playing all these crazy games everybody's looking at us from subaru like what the fuck are these two doing like and we we closed it down we were the last two buying the or taking the last two drinks from the open bar that night and he was like that was fucking rad bud save my number and like I do it while we're standing right there. I'm like, oh, dude, cool. Thanks. He's like, all right, good night, man. I'll see you later. And yeah. then I check in, like, like get a room at the hotel, go to sleep, and I fly home the next day. And then like literally, because the airport's right next to where my unit was, so like I got picked up by one of my guys, and I'm sitting in the fucking office now in uniform. Do you have all the pictures and all that stuff to I mean, show your buddies? Was, yeah, there yeah. was there was only a couple pictures. Like I mean, phone cameras sucked back then. Sure. So I was like, oh, whatever. But I'm like. I'm sitting in the office looking at his contact card and everybody's standing around me and I'm like, what do I do with this? They're like, I don't know. <laughs> Travis's number. Like, what the fuck? Okay. And yeah. then and then just kind of like went on and, and dude, like a week goes by and I get a random text from him. It's just like, hey, how's it going? And I'm just like, uh, hi. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? And then like, a couple months later. Is it like a girl you're waiting to hear back from or you're like, dude, I hope he texts me? <laughs> not, not really because I was more like like in the mindset of, all right, he gave me his number. Yeah, I'll just be be cool about it. And then no shit. Like, like all of a sudden it's like, hey, dude, what's going on? I'm like, oh, nothing. <laughs> and, then, and then like a couple weeks go by and he's like, dude, can you come to Vegas in a couple weeks? Like, like on this date, I'm like, yeah 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 yes. yeah fuck it fuck it i'm in i'm in yeah one time like he ran him well this is later on and this is even fucking crazier like <laughs> some of these stories are fucking weird because <laughs> like i'll fast forward to yeah 2016 i link up with um one of the I, dude i think it was paul that linked me up with this guy too like the the actual like photographer that was touring with blink 182 Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, so I, we get linked up. He's like, all right, we're coming to Salt Lake. Oh, we did that bit on the show with Blink-182. Yeah. And then the, he sends you a video. Was it Mark Hoppus? No, no, no. This is later. This is before that. Okay. Yeah. So that was, yeah. That was a wild one too. Oh, dude, where it was, that was just like, hilarious. hey, Jared, you'll never fucking be me. And I was just yeah. like, it was awesome. Yeah. Blink-182 sent you a personal video. Badass. Yeah. But so these this guy's like, hey, dude, guys are coming in to Salt Lake to play a big show. Um they want to go shooting. Can you take them? I'm like, absolutely. So like we take 
their photographer out to the the place that we're going to go shooting the day prior. We're like, all right, here's where we're going to go. Here's the guns we're going to bring. Everything. He's like, all right, cool. It's all set up. But he's like, he's like, all right. So uh, Travis gets in at this time tomorrow. Mark and Tom show up here because Travis drives everywhere in his bus, and then the other guys flew in. Um, From the plane crash, yeah, he Travis Parker. Yeah, I didn't know that he doesn't fly anymore, okay. so he's on the bus for everything. And he's like, "All right, the guys will be here at this time." And he's like, um, "So show up." You know, we had like two vehicles planned to like pick everybody up and have whoever whoever was going to go with us and and all that. And as I get home that night, I get a fucking call from Travis, and he's like, "Hey, bud, can you be in Vegas tomorrow?" And I'm like, why? He's like, I, I, I've got the go-kart place rented out. Like, we're going to fucking, we're just going to rage and fucking race go-karts. <laughs> and I was like, and dude, at this point, I had already done a bunch of shit with him. Like, dude, yeah. he randomly called me once, was like, oh, do you want a road trip up from Charlotte, North Carolina, back to, to Maryland with me and Tommy? I'm like, yeah. Like, like so I, I, I had gotten all these times to, like, kind of hang out. And then, so, like, now I was torn between going to Vegas from Salt Lake, which is a fucking 40-minute flight. Sure, it's easy. And racing go-karts with Travis and the Nitro crew. Yeah, yeah. Or do I stay and fucking meet Blink? You know the answer. I went to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, because go-kart is like an event. No, like, no. no that's not. I that told, wasn't I, my so thought I, process. I gave him shit. I was like, you should have gone to see Blink-182. Well, the thing was. Is, you should have met Blink. Again, at that time, that was after Range 15 and everything. This, uh-huh. was, this, was, this was fall of 2016. So I had met a lot of celebrities at that time. I had done a bunch of. Uh, and you you st- know, there was a started, million in that movie. There and, was a ton uh, in Range 15. What I what I was worried about and how I fucking put it through my head was I know I'm going to go to Vegas and it's going to be fucking awesome with Travis and Wessel and Tommy and everybody from the Nitro crew. Jolene was there. Like, everyone was there. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to go to Las Vegas and we're going to fucking rage our asses off like we're gonna drink like we're fucking idiots and we're gonna race go-karts it's gonna be fun i don't know what blink's gonna be like i don't know if they're gonna be miserable if somebody talked them into this if they're really not into it or if they kind of just do the oh yeah cool yeah nice to meet you we've all had those experiences where it's just like yeah it is I want to, like, I hope at least they would have been rad. And that's why I pushed you to do the blink thing where I was like, I think they're rad in real life. I bet they would have. But I don't know them. I I don't know any of them, actually. I was still, I was still new with Travis at that time. Like, we hadn't really clicked as, like, really close friends. So it was like, I knew I would have the time of my life, like, going and doing that. And then, like. You no. could have heard the time of your life if you hung out with the other guys. Yeah, <laughs> with Green Day. I hope you had the time. Yeah, yeah I mean, but I just, have. you know, I didn't know. I didn't, it was also, like, if you think back to late 2016, that was kind of when they all weren't very fond of each other. Like, no, dude, it might have been it, a toxic vibe. Like, yeah, man, like, like especially when their photographer was explaining to me, like, oh, they're, they're all on separate buses and blah, 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 blah. It's kind of like, eh, you know, like... 
No, I get it. I, I get it. Yeah. I like the dudes that are cool. And a lot of bands like, are like that, where yeah. it's just like they're separated. They're all in separate buses. They're not really friends the vibe, in real life. Yeah, the vibe isn't like it was you in the 80s You got to go go-karting with some of the best extreme motor athletes of all time. Yes. That's why I don't, <laughs> like, I don't like, regret this decision at all. When you because... It oh, was fucking hilarious. And by Mark, the way. Mark Mark Hoppus did send a fucking video um, yeah. and said, "Hey, dude, fuck you, Jared. You'll never be me." So we got to post it on the show and everything else. So like, but when you ask him about the star, the, being starstruck by Travis, like, like motorsports was here, and then Travis took it to here. Like it was like a big gap. Like he's famous and he was good and like won all the things. And there's Tony Hawks and like there are all the other people, like Chris Chris Coles yeah. of the world. But he just like kept moving boundaries well I'll, I'll put it to you this way so like out of all the movies i've done the only thing my friends from ohio state have been impressed with was uh working with uh, did a movie doing a movie with tony hawk and so when i put tony hawk on the phone that's when my friends were like oh shit dude you've made it and like there was nobody else the usain bolt of like extreme sports kind yeah, of thing. that was yeah, it they were like when i put tony on the phone that was hey dude you've made it and congratulations this is fucking amazing and then I don't know if you're friends of this, but like mine geeked out and they were like, hey, I'm playing Tony Hawk skateboarder as we speak. Can you give me some codes? And Tony gave all the fucking codes on the phone to my roommates. And they were I mean, they played and they were like, no fucking way. We unlocked all the things. And that was probably the, the coolest celebrity <laughs> moment besides uh, I had Eddie George in a movie from Ohio State. And I was like, that's a onesie twosie. But there's only two people they've ever been impressed with. Like other than that, they said no to all my premieres. I was like, hey, I got tickets, I got limos, all this shit. They're like, ah, we really don't care. Tony Hawk changed the game. Travis is one of those yeah. guys as, as we were growing up. Like, that, change it, that changes the game. And uh, yeah, I understand. I understand that. Like, I, there was uh, one time I had flown out there, probably in like 17, to just hang out with Tommy. Just because Tommy, you know, once me and Tommy met, like it was, you know, I'm... I'm the fat, funny guy of our group. He's the fat, funny guy of their group. Yeah. Um, and so I land in, in Maryland, and I get an Uber, and I show up at the house, and I'm like, hey, where you at? Like, because Tommy used to live on Travis's property. Yes. House. Yeah, at the front, right? No, it was, it was like on the side. His backyard went into the whole right, 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 right. And so he was like, oh, dude, here's, here's where the key is. Uh, I I got stuck in Europe or something like that. I'm not going to be back until tomorrow morning because my flight got delayed. Wasn't it like a trailer in front of his fucking house? Like a trailer? No. Home. This is fucking nice. Oh, he had a real home? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Tom, the way Tommy describes it was a little different. No, yeah. it's a cool fucking place. I liked it. <laughs> I stay. I spent many nights there, man. Well, you don't care where you stay. That's I don't. the difference. I don't. You will literally sleep anywhere, anytime, like... You don't have to class it up for Jared Taylor. No. You will sleep on Just a fucking no, floor. No pet hair. That doesn't make my nose itch and then that get irritated. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, so I like there's there's always somebody down at the shop because um, you know, the Nino and, and Hubert like take care of the whole place. Mm -hmm. So there's always they're they're gonna be there. So I you know, it's like five or six in the evening and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go walk down to the, the shop at Pastrano Land and see if Hubert or Nino is there and as I'm walking back through the woods where the giant quarter pipe is Travis is just laying there he's supposed to be in Europe for like another like two weeks which I already knew because we're all like on the group text and everything and I'm like what the fuck are you doing here he's like what the fuck are you doing here and uh he was like dude my my flight got pushed up Lindsay and the kids don't get in until tomorrow 
he's like, and everybody else got delayed. He's like, but mine like took off. And I was like, oh shit. He was like, all right, let's fucking go up to the bar. Yeah. So we went up to the bar and watched Down Periscope. Why <laughs> Down Periscope? Because we wanted to. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. Isn't that Kelsey Grammer? Yeah. And then oh, we watched boy. McHale's Navy. <laughs> oh, she, the, the remake, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That came out right after that. But it was like one of the funnest times. Again, this was kind of like kind For of sure. early on. It was just like, this is yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. This is hilarious. Oh, we got wrecked, too. So did you think about then to now uh, that you'd ever get to work with him in this capacity at Black Rifle? Uh, no, because I never, I never had it in my head that we were going where we were going with Black Rifle. I mean, every, it was always one day at a time of like, oh, we're doing this. Okay, cool. But literally one day at a time. Yeah. I didn't think you guys would ever get past, we've talked about this before in the past, not on the show, but I didn't think you, you would get past the word rifle. Yeah. And so that was the whole thing of like, man, are you guys stuck on that? Because you know every corporation, every investor, everybody else is yes, like, hey, everything. Dude, I mean, you got to look at it. We love the veteran. We love the coffee. You got to take out the word rifle. Yeah. You look at like back in 2016, 17, like NFL said, never in a million years will you yep. guys advertise yep. or nothing. Now we're the fucking title sponsor of the Dallas fucking Cowboys. Yes. Look. And you're going to have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And, and you guys are the odd, the craziest part about this is you guys are going to have dinner with Jerry Jones, um, th- who's the owner of the Cowboys, the most famous owner in sports, uh, at his private restaurant. I, we've been there before, Dan and I. Dan and I will be at the Washington Commanders, aka yeah. the Redskins, uh, doing the coin toss on the field. And it's like for all the people, they said, hey, you can't be associated with the NFL on the same fucking weekend. We're all I associated know. With the NFL. I know. <laughs> I know. No, you guys, you guys fucking really want it with sports, and that's what I mean, dude. Do you remember how much I had to twist Dan's arm that he would be a good host? Oh, do yeah. Do you I remember mean, how many conversations you and I had when I kept saying I have to drag Dan onto a show? But he's an introvert and doesn't want to do it. And like in real life, he's the same way. So like, because people ask, they're like, "Hey, man, where do you guys go party? Whatever." I was like. Dan goes home, dude. Like, I don't, you know. The, he just the whole, goes, nope. That's it. <laughs> and the whole thing with him, because a lot of people don't believe that he has Asperger's, too, where he's just like, no, 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 he's just a smart guy. I was like, no, no, no. He is a smart guy, but, like, he wants to go home. He doesn't like people. He doesn't like being hugged, touched, everything. And so there was a, a couple times in my life where I've hugged him where I'm like, hey, dude, just to do it. You know, yeah. he's super uncomfortable yeah. with it. And all that stuff, and uh, and it's good for a working relationship because you never get burned out of the people, yeah. uh, especially when you're doing a daily show, which is you know, <laughs> it's a grind, like yeah. for real. Like a, a a daily show is is tough, especially when you're doing multiple shows and then managing multiple shows and all the other stuff. So it works out for that. However, when people meet Dan in real life, it's the same way. They're like, oh shit. He doesn't but really I'm, want to I'm hang. Like, do you I'm remember like, yeah. when I kept telling you that he would be so good at like, because remember before you had never done a show or you never really listened to him and I kept talking him up. Yes. You're like, no, no. But here's the thing. I, well, you know, you're just like, there's no way nobody's that good or that like, they're like, not. Or, yeah. and, and, and if it didn't, if it wasn't for parks and recreation, I've told him this on the, sh- on the show. I said, I didn't know how that dynamic would work because I'm a Leslie Nope where yeah. I'm super high, huge energy. you've got fucking Ron the, Swanson. The cloud. You've got the <laughs> dark energy of like, all right, great. This will work. And then 
the way that it worked out over the years, because as Black Rifle exploded, you guys had to do more and more stuff with them. Well, wasn't the first thing, like, we brought him in on news first. Uh, news, and, and then, then sports. sports. And, and then, then once, because um, once you realize that he knew everything about sports. Yes. And, like, oh, fuck. But, but uh, in news as well, where it got to the point where I was just like, all right, cool. If we're going to do this, I knew that I had a guy that's intellectually... We could beat anybody, and then comedically, I was faster yeah, than everybody. So we would be able so to like, talk right. all the shit. He would shut us up to give the facts. Correct. We would talk shit. Yep. He would shut us up to give the facts. And I knew it could work at that point. But uh, you're right. If you meet Dan in real life, you don't get it. You're just like, dude. I right. used to like try and explain him to people of the things that we would do, like you know, uh, when we lived together, and he went to buy the shotgun that was on sale at Walmart, and beforehand he grabs a cart and puts in chain and shovels and fucking ski masks and all this I'm like what are you doing he's like well i'm just gonna have all this stuff in the cart when we go ask for that shotgun and he gets a fucking hacksaw and he goes up he's like hey those mossbergs uh were in the flyer i'd like one of those and the fucking girl looks at our cart she's like i can't sell you this he goes show me what law says i can't buy one thing with other things in my cart no and she way. goes and gets the manager and he's like, well, I don't know about, and he gets out his concealed carry card. He goes, that'll, that'll alleviate or speed up the process. <laughs> I didn't even know that story. Yeah. No we fucking did this way. In 2007. Did they let you check out? Yes. Shut up. <laughs> you were committing. Oh, well, dude. You could have committed mass murders he, at that point. Uh, he bought the shotgun and then he's like, and then the manager was like, all right, you want me to ring all that up? He goes, no, I just fucking put all this in the cart to fuck with you. And that was it. Like, he'd already bought the gun, so he's like, see you later, and we just left the cart. Oh, so you left the cart and just yeah. took the gun? Yeah. <laughs> so funny, dude. Dude, it was... But this is the shit that we were doing when it was just him and me. Yeah. Like... When did you guys first meet? What year was that? 2007. Okay. Yeah. And then you guys served... Here, I've got the photo. Overseas, I'll, I'll yeah. I'll text it to Giorgio real quick. Oh, boy. This is my favorite this photo. Up. I watch it every... I see it every, like, year or so. <laughs> it's, Dan's, it's him without Dan's, the beard, right? Dan's face oh, yeah. Yeah. doesn't look like Dan. Like, I mean, it not. is Dan, but it's just like... It's hard for me to look at. And he's not here today because he's at a very uh, special dinner with the, with the head of the commanders, who might not be there in a couple weeks because the team's for sale. <laughs> Pretty low valuation. Why so is the team no, for five, sale? It's five point six billion dollars. Oh god! So what happened was the guy uh, illegally taped uh, cheerleaders in the oh, locker room. That's why they're and selling was showing it. them to the investors and everything else. Then there was what a bunch of racist shit too on top of it. And so we had hidden cams and racism. Oh, he didn't want to change the name of the Redskins. Uh, and the rumor is, so, so we're going to test this out on Sunday, but by the time this airs, we'll be gone from there, so it doesn't yeah, matter. But, the, the well, but here's the thing. Yeah. I'm going to wear the Redskins jacket in there with him, and so it, we'll see what he actually says, because I don't care after this. Well, no, the thing is, is like I thought I heard that the chief of the Indian tribe that they made the deal with back in the 50s they is did. the ones that named him. That's true. So why are we changing it? The NFL uh, wanted it changed, and like they're the most powerful powerful organization there is pretty much because of ratings <laughs> yeah. i mean let's face it the nfl is the highest rated programming on all yeah, of television probably anything that's left anything like the only thing that keeps cable the only TV live, still alive. yes the only live event that has the highest ratings there is and uh and even with black rifle like that's the smartest move you can make with america's team they show every fucking cowboys game across the nation like it it, yeah. it makes sense um i think we're talking we're we want to do something with the steelers too Oh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. So we've done a live show from the Steelers Stadium. 
It's a fucking blast. They have, they have the best but, fans. By the way, the, the the fans are amazing. The people there are amazing. Is. Like we're huge fans. Pop this up on screen. What year is this? <laughs> That's that is no kidding. Um, March of two thousand seven. Holy fucking shit, dude. Jared, you look like someone I would have smoked weed out of a can with yeah, in the back of like yeah, a, like, like, a, like my name's uh, <laughs> Math Hume. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like hey, come try ayahuasca behind my <laughs> behind this fucking you gas sell station. You hemp necklaces that you yeah. stole from a Paxson out of the back of your car, <laughs> yeah. and that's what Dan looks like without a fucking beard, dude. Like right there, that's the only photo. I've ever seen with him without a beard, I think. I got video of us. Like, I got video. How much fucked up shit did you guys do together back in the day? Oh, dude, like, we fucked our battalion up. (laughs) Like, I mean, we, him and I emptied chem lights, like, into water balloons and launched them onto the strikers before they went on patrol, so they're glowing bright green. (laughs) Like, and then we got away with it because one of the fucking privates, like, tracked glowing footprints back to his bed so he took the brunt of the fucking hit shut the fuck yeah, up yeah dude we we did a lot to like we just fucking were mischievous together like and then you guys stayed in touch all these years he went, moved in with me when we got home really what year was that 2008 i didn't know that yeah like he lived with me and my first wife caitlin no Oh, I don't remember the, the first, first one. one. I, I didn't meet her. I didn't meet the first one. Yeah, I didn't meet the first one. So, uh, yeah, he lived with us. The only thing on his bedroom wall that he had hung up uh-huh. was the uh, warrant for his arrest for manufacturing, <laughs> like, a, a, a gross amount of LSD. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Why don't we put that on set? I, 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 I've never heard that story either. That, yeah. That's really fucking funny, dude. <laughs> he lives with all these weird fucking stories, and like I have no, no <laughs> idea. Have no idea. No, he doesn't say. He no, doesn't dude, share anything. He else. moved like once I left for Florida. He moved in with our buddy like right before that, and then I left for Florida. He got out of the army about two years later, and he moved to California. Okay, and he moved to Oakland. And he started doing political things until he got. He essentially got fired because he told him that what they were doing was illegal. That's right. <laughs> and then he did Homeland Security. He was right? dating. Yeah, he yeah. was dating this fucking this this chick that was super bad for him. Wow. <laughs> That's a common theme. Isn't yeah. It? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then. Um, then that's when he, yeah, he was working for Homeland Security in the investigative side. And then that's when I asked him to come to Vegas to meet Evan. I'm like, dude, we got to hire this guy. He's super smart. Wherever we put him, he'll fucking kill it. No shit. Yeah. That's wild, dude. I didn't know that. I don't let people go. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Is there anybody else longer than that? Longer? Yeah. Relationship wise. Dave? Oh, fuck Dave, dude. Yeah. yeah. Is Dave 19, still there? 1998. Oh, yeah. That's impossible. Yeah. Dave's still Should there. Should I give everyone a fire Dave real quick? He's, well, fucking, he's killing it. Hashtag fire Dave. I look, I does Dave have something over you? I've been convinced over the years no. that Dave has some some weird sexual act where it's three Not dudes fucking all. you over you in a video. No. Okay. We've lived together fucking eight times. Dave? Yeah. Man, that's crazy to me. <laughs> I, I was like, let's fire fucking Dave. <laughs> <laughs> And he hated me too. I know. I don't give a shit. Everybody. I mean, that was the, that. That's the beauty of it. He likes you he's, now. He's yeah. emotionless. I don't think he likes me. He's now. completely emotionless from Is it he? all. He's like, ah, oh, fuck it. He's married, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. dude, he's half ah, fuck it. 
Oh, man, he would do things on purpose to piss you off, and it was I egged it on. I, I gave him ideas. Because yeah, <laughs> he was my proxy. No, I know. I know he was. I know Dave, he was. Dave had the best explanation for Jared that I've ever heard. Oh, what God, was I it? haven't heard this. Yeah, he said, when a bunch of, like, 14-year-old boys are sitting around talking about what they do if they ever had money, you know, they all grow up, and even if they, you know, they, they get some money, they, they just kind of do grown-up things, where Jared is doing everything he said he was going to do at 14 years old. Yeah, but that's what, here's the thing. So that's what you want. And uh, this week in particular, it's been a huge topic of discussion on the internet because the, the lottery is up to $1.5 billion. Oh, my God. Yes. And so I'm Why? sorry. I'm sorry. As of, as of uh, an hour ago, because uh, Joel Boston tickets, $1.75 billion. Jesus. Is the lottery for Powerball, right? So and that's a nationwide lottery? Nation. Well, I think it's in maybe 30 states. Um, you, can, you can check it later. But, oh, uh, my God. Either way, uh, on the internet, everybody's asking what they would do with the money because it, it, it has kept going. So it's been over a billion now for six days, and it just keeps going of what you would do and I forget who I was talking to the other day and I go the weird thing is is Jared has already done the things that he's done so like that's the last guy to do it with mm-hmm. whereas everybody else probably has a different uh, uh, kind of picture in mind where you are actually living the things that you wanted to do so mm-hmm. I, I don't with you I, the, I had a phone call this morning with the manager of Atreyu and Story of the Year because I want to put on my own concert. I with love them. Story Shut of the Year. Oh, my God. Dope. Can you do it in the loo? <laughs> what do you think I'm doing? Oh, man, this is awesome. <laughs> oh, this is so great. Look, <laughs> I mean, I love it when they ask the why. Wait, so this is a private show? Yeah. Yeah. So you're not going to make any money? No, this is for me, man. Shut the fuck up, dude. It's amazing. I mean... That's the thing. Like, I'm just going down my list, but I wrote the list in 1997. Yeah, but it makes sense, too, because, like, (laughs) is there anybody cool now that you would do shit with where you're like, dude, I I would love, I mean, I feel like I've met everybody I've truly wanted to meet, and I've found who the cool ones are. Mm -hmm. The only ones that I think I really have left is Danny McBride. Um, so I, I I met Danny. I know Danny. Uh, Edie uh, is obviously yeah. working with him and, and writer with him. He's a great person, like for real. Yes, I but, think he wants to have a lot of fun. But he does. But here's the thing: is like uh, he is a family man. Yeah. Um, he's got wife and kids, and okay. like he is interested in staying out of the public. Yeah. I don't even think he has social media. No, he doesn't. Um, even when I met him in Wilmington, uh, he's such a great person. But like, I, I don't think he really gives a fuck about any of that. So like, yeah. whatever you guys did. Would be in private and yeah, no one and would, would know fine. about it. I yeah. don't care. Yeah. Um, and the only other person that I think would be fun to pal around with is Paul Rudd. What is said Paul Rudd? But he just campaigned for Fetterman. So it's like, what? Yeah, God, know, why do these guys? What? I know. I, what, what, what does he have to do with fucking Pennsylvania anyway? So here's the thing. Like, Me and my wife were watching, uh, Jesse, we're watching uh, a show called The Circus. Uh, it's a political show. It's on Showtime. They do it once a week. And uh, I, I love Dave Matthews. I'm a big fan of Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews played a fucking concert for Fetterman. Why? Personally, the other night. And I was just like, and Jesse looks at me and she goes, oh, there's your boy. What are you going to do now? And I was like, fuck. Dude, that like, just I, shows that these people lack a fucking spine. Like, because no decent fucking adult with a job is going to look at Fetterman and go, I want that guy to fucking make decisions for my country. And here's the thing is like, Pre-stroke, maybe, right? I, I don't know because I don't live in the fucking states. 
Aftershock is is the only thing I, what I really do those know two about. Have to him. do with Pennsylvania. Well, here's the thing. I, I I don't know. Like Dave Matthews is not from Pennsylvania. No. Paul Rudd is not from Pennsylvania. No. So it's like, all right, cool. O- Oprah just endorsed him today. Dude, so you're like, Dude. Oprah's fucking shady anyway. I know. And by the time this airs, he would have already lost to Doctor Oz anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Is he going to lose to Doctor Oz? Yes. Uh, um, I, I so hope so. The polls that we got this morning, he was down by two. And it's getting worse because they're Democratic polls. So like, yeah, they uh, keep patting them. Yeah. So by the time this airs, I could be totally wrong. What do you think wrong. about Arizona? Could be totally wrong. Uh, I think Carrie Lake is going to win for governor. Yeah. I think you it's think, not going to be close. And I think the you other think guy it's gonna is going to be a landslide. But I think the I think hers is going to be a landslide. Yeah. I think the the guy that's running against Kelly that is going to be very close. And I'm going to say 1.8 points on that one. No, no. And no. I think he'll win, but just simply of not because he's a great candidate. I think with Carrie Lake, she put herself out there enough. Her opponent sucks. Sucks, Did you see Don Lemon ripping for the first time in Drinking Bros history? You guys saw it here on the fucking eight, seven, what (laughs) year? How many anniversary are we? Eight years? Seven years. Seven years. Well, yeah, seven. seven, Two, five, two, seven. Seven year anniversary. I will praise Don Lemon. What did he say? Oh, he fucking held that stupid fucking bitch to the fucking fire. Mm. The one that's running Hobbs. against yeah, Katie, yeah. Katie Hobbs. Katie Hobbs yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, why won't you debate Carrie Lake? Oh, well, you know, I just don't, I just don't. He's like, but why, why, why wouldn't you put, put her policies into the fucking dirt? Well, you know, I'm just above that. He's like, no, no, yeah. like you're hurting this for everyone. Yeah. Like he, he was nothing short of being like, you are a fucking idiot and you just lost this for us. And even Fetterman debated because yeah, you can't, can't not do it yeah. at that point. Otherwise you look like a fucking clown. Right. Um, I mean, what's this fucking next presidential debate going to look like? Well, if you believe what you read, by the way, if you believe what you read, yeah. uh, Trump is supposed to announce on the 14th. Really? They That's what I read this are morning. predicting that? That's what I read this morning. And what? And what else? Because uh, he thinks, uh, allegedly, this, again, this is all what I read this morning, so take it with a grain of salt. Uh, this episode airs later. Yeah. Uh, he believes that uh, Republicans will win the House and the Senate, and then he's going to ride that momentum, announce his candidacy on the 14th, and then do rallies and everything for the next year and a half, and then uh, go into 24 with that. Um, so we'll see. With the House, Senate, and the executive branch, and then we finally fucking turn the DOJ and, and investigate all the shit that all of us have been sitting around. Correct, going, and it also hey, gets rid of fuck? his shit on the, on the other side, where it's just like, hey, fuck you guys. So Where's DeSantis going? So DeSantis doesn't want to run against Trump, and no, I understand he shouldn't. that. shouldn't. But, but it's, that would fuck us. And he's very young. Like, yeah. he's super young, so it's like he, he can sit it out because yeah. Trump is only going to go four years yeah, if he gets in. No more than that. And that's, well, he already did a term, so yeah. there's nothing you can do, right? Yeah. You can go four and then you're out. Uh, so, with that, DeSantis, I think, knows those are the two top guys in the Republican Party. Yeah. Um, we can't run against each other and, could and nuke each other out. After fucking well, two years the thing, as a or four years as a governor. They're saying she could be vice president. Oh, that would be sick. So, if you got yeah. her in there. Um, or Tim Scott, then, or if you paired her up with DeSantis for the next run, like yeah, that would be a fucking killer pair. Yes, so I would hope that I get to see the vice president speak every day. At that point, uh, she's great on camera, There's, man. Dude, the difference between her and fucking Kamala is like, but Kamala, she, al- she also idiot. did. Harry, you're hilarious. Local news in Phoenix for 22 years, yeah. and when you're doing that, oh, dude, you got power. Yes, and and you of all people can speak to this because like <laughs> you have to set up your own video, yeah. you have to do your audio, you have to make sure you're editing everybody in the background, all that shit. Like 
There is no more chaotic scene than local news, which is a 12-hour yeah, day job, and no then doing more, all of it. If you want to talk about grassroots voters yes. that have a relationship with you, it's fucking... like it's, it's like if, She knows If the, Erica knows Castillo it. ran for public office in, in El Paso, Texas, she'd fucking win. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, that's uh, exciting. In the meantime, uh, this was fun doing a seven-year uh, anniversary episode. Yeah. Here's to another seven more. Anybody you personally would like to give the drinking bro of the week to? I'm going to give it to somebody uh, way back when. Okay. Surprised me the other day that she listens to the show. Who's this? Her name's Nicole, a.k.a. Charlie Golf. All right. Charlie Golf as in... Uh, she was a cadet and a and a ground week washback in airborne school. We were in airborne school together. Awesome. She's she's the reason why I know where Furman University is. No, <laughs> when way. you were like, oh, dude. how the fuck do you know what Furman University is? Because she went to Furman. Wow. Uh, <laughs> anyway, she's a CH forty seven Chinook pilot. Um, in Hawaii for the last twenty years. Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. Flew flew helicopters. Now she's up brag. Cheers. So cheers, Nicole. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Uh, Had and to I'll, give it out to you. I'll give you a know, shout out. Years. Yeah, I'll give a Drinking Bro of the Week out to uh, to all the OGs here. We got Rocco, uh, yeah. Evan, Matt, yeah. um, Dan, even Dave. Dave, Dan, Dave, Dan. Yeah. I mean, back even in the Dave. Dave. Yeah. I mean, dude, this is seven, seven years of this that went from the kitchen to, to the all, all this shit. Yeah, yeah, it's a... To video, everything you're seeing here, yeah. you can cut to the wide and all this stuff. Um, a lot, maybe election show, Georgia. We'll yeah. show it all off on. Uh, fucking, we'll, we'll go around, yeah. That, yeah, we'll just, that mug has just been. It sure has become a thing. It has. Was uh, there ever a microphone just thrown into a mug like that, just from when someone was drunk? There's fucking two dicks in there. So I told I told fucking I Jay them. to put the dicks in. There. Yeah, there's so there's three dicks total, right? Um, there's the the top and then the sides. And uh, and we got three dicks in the mug, and that's the joke of it. And like every time I wear this hat or the other one, sorry, it was for the other show. No, nope, it's on the other desk. Yeah. Um, whenever I wear that hat out, everybody asks, "They're like, hey man, is that a fucking dick?" And I'm like, in there? "It's a dick. Oh, no, it's a dick. It's a dick. It's three dicks in there. So you're welcome. You're trace welcome. dicks. Yeah, trace dicks going down the side." Rate the show on iTunes and leave a quick review. That is something we never asked about in the past, even though we were number two behind Rogan for two fucking years. He figured it out. I don't, we just didn't care, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's it's healthy. You're at over 3,000 3, now, right? 6,000? Six, six, that's, that's good. 7,000? It's a long-standing show. But we never fucking asked until the yeah. last like two years. We were just that's, like, hey, review Dude, the show. I learned it from Andy Frisella. I know. Pay your dues. The cost of the show I is rated. I didn't rate it. fucking ask. Rate it. I never asked all these years. We were two behind Rogue and we fucked it all up. Uh, now Jason Bateman in, in Smart List well, is... Number one. Uh, you know you he's know, number one, right? This is Jason Bateman's news. So Jason Bateman, oh, cool. um, who is it? Sean Hayes, and then uh, who's the third guy? Will Arnett. Will Arnett, yes. Um, and those guys, like, I'll, I'll talk shit because I don't fucking care. They signed an $80 million deal with Amazon. They can't even make an hour. And so for advertisers, they always want you to go an hour, right? Yeah. Um, which we've never had a problem with, and I don't fucking care. They had President Biden on yesterday. Oh, God. And they didn't even go an hour on the show. 57 minutes on the fucking the, thing. I, I'll defend them only in so much as Will Arnett is so fucking funny. He's the best. Oh, so by the way, 
Back in the day, were uh, they fucking with Joe? No, they were not fucking with Joe. Oh. They're, they're all super left. They're all. They're both. Uh, they're all well, left. Sh- it's basically just like Jason asks questions. Will Arnett makes fun of Sean. Yep. And that's it. Yeah. And then sometimes the per- the host will, or not the host, the guest will chime in. So my second or third script that I was trying to sell, by the way, you'll love this, was um, uh, to Will Arnett. I'd originally r- written it for Will Arnett. I was a huge fan, and I think it was his first season of uh, Arrested Development. And my manager, um, uh, Jason Bateman and I had the same agent. My manager had him as well. And I go, dude, I, Jason Bateman wanted to, to direct films at that point. I was like, great. They're best friends. Yeah. Let's get Jason the script. Let's get Will the script. Will said yes. Jason uh, looked at it and he goes, no, I want to do more dramatic stuff. And I never understood it. Right. I was just like, fuck, man, you're a comedian. Right. You're one of the funniest people on the planet. I love Jason Bateman. And I didn't get it. And then until uh, Ozark came out and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. fuck, that's what you would always think else. There is. I mean, it's a cast system. It's just a like, guilt thing. It is. It know. is all a guilt thing, and that is it. it. Simply it. Like, just because I've fucking gotten my fucking face drugged through the goddamn rocks my right. entire life. But, but, but you're <laughs> different, whereas, like, dude, imagine just being an actor, and then you make a gajillion dollars, and then you see homeless people every single day. No. You feel guilty about your life. So I listen to, I've listened to probably like 20 of their episodes, because mm-hmm. my wife likes it. Sure. So when we're on drives. A bunch of people like Houston Look, it's, and it's, shit. It's number like one. It's fine. It's now that Rogan is gone, it is number one. Yeah, yeah it's not bad. Like, it's yeah. not a bad show. It's just, they're just not podcasters. Right. But um, they had Seth Rogan on, and Seth Rogan was talking about how his dad's like a hardcore socialist or whatever. Mm. And uh, I think Bateman in particular was like so... How does your dad, how is your dad reconciling that with um, enjoying all the spoils of capitalism now that you're extremely wealthy? Yeah. And Rogan, <laughs> like, which I thought was an interesting question. That considering. is a good question. And uh, Rogan was just like, ah, oh, he, he, yeah, he's just spending the money now. You know, so, yeah. Like he's like, yeah, he just left it all behind. Yeah. And right. that's and that's typically what yeah. happens. Yeah, everyone's like, full of shit. Or the, or, 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 or the other people who move. And then get out of there because you and I have Hollywood friends who have moved. We won't say who they are because yeah. they'll, they'll get fucking blackballed. But they've moved out of there and they're like, man, I just want to have a normal life with my kids and all that shit, which is what, what I One did. of my buddies was with Sorbo the other day and they were like, dude, he says what's up. <laughs> is, he, is he in Italy? No, they were in Florida doing something. Okay. Yeah, so he lives in Florida now. Yeah. yeah. He's still the best. Um, but still hilarious. To everybody out there, you know, this is this this will go up on. Um, Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day. November 11th. Mm-hmm. Um, I, after I get back from that, like I got to be out in San Diego for that, for our nonprofit mm-hmm. uh, Veterans Experimenting Treatment Solutions. We are leading the way in legalizing psychedelic use for veterans with PTS and TBI. Uh, after in in that, all states or just one particular well, no, we're, state? No, we're, we're fighting. We're fighting the federal fight. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and we're consistently sending people down to other countries that have treatment centers that are doing this stuff and really helping guys out. So knee deep in that. Uh, but when I get back, we should have the animated intro for France Press and, you know, tell us tell us about this thing. Absolutely, man. And yeah. so the animated uh, intro for France Press will be out. We might have a new government then. Yeah, I mean, we, it's, we'll, it's going to so, be crazy times. So that Friday... That next Friday, yep. which is what, the 17th? Yes, the 17th. That one's going to be a fucking doozy. Banger! Gonna, I'm going to bring my band in here this Saturday, and uh, 
Are you? Yeah. Yeah. All right, they'll let's go. In, they'll be in town. We're writing an album, so they'll come to the show with us. Fuck yeah, dude. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> thanks for tuning in, kids. Go to iTunes, rate the show five star, and leave a quick review, and go to Spotify and leave a fucking review. Now that I've outed the secret of it, we never asked, and now, yeah, we're trying to play catch up. We appreciate the last seven years of you guys listening. Uh, it's just It's been just as fun for us as it has been for you. And uh, we greatly appreciate all your support, not only for us, but all our products and BRCC and uh, Hardy of Seltzer and all that stuff. So we're extremely grateful and we love you guys. For Jared Taylor, I'm Ross Patterson. This is France Press Drinking Bros Podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night.